Wow. <laughs> Let's do it, shall we? Yeah. Boys. Wait, never ask. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Roaring Girls podcast. Uh, we have had our podcast for several years now and we always tend to give up around April, but our 2020 New Year's resolution is to continue doing this podcast. So here we are today at the University of Hull. A uh, big thank you to those guys for hosting us today. I'm here with Sarah Penny. Hello. Lizzie Perry. Hiya. And Mr. Alex Brooke. I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> we have roped him in. We found him lurking around the sound studio and we said, hey, do you want to come and chat to us? And I do. <laughs> and I will. <laughs> Good to know. So uh, today's podcast is... Who are you? Oh. <laughs> you might want to introduce yeah. yourself. And I'm Rachel Abbey. <laughs> Smoothly done. <Yeah>. Seamless. <laughs> this first podcast is going really well. I'm so proud of us all. Um, so this month's podcast is coming out January and uh, it's all about what to do when it's a miserable day. We're in January. It's, I mean, it's minus Sarah's birthday for a start. So it you'd is. think it'd be the best month. Mm-hmm. However, nah. loads of people are doing dry January. It's after Christmas. It's after New Year, which is nearly always a letdown you've got no money you're being bombarded and told to lose weight get rid of the post-christmas success uh you given all these be better do better you are, you can be the better person this year and actually it's miserable it's gray and we've got no money so what are we going to do with our lives yeah well to be honest i have no hobbies I am. <laughs> when Sarah Penny gets home, she just sits on the sofa and powers down. Yeah. Like she just sits in one position until it's time to go to bed. <laughs> and she just collapses. Uh, no, I lay in bed and scream at the ceiling. No, I don't. No. Well, <laughs> enough, about, enough about your sex life. <laughs> now then. Uh, no, I, I really, I don't have that many hobbies. I'm a really sad person. I love organising and cleaning. It is my dream. It is something I do when I'm bored. I love bleaching, not just my arsehole. Hey. But I do love cleaning. <laughs> but she does have an impeccable arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I love I love cleaning. So when I get really bored, I end up just like scrubbing the kitchen and sorting out my diary. You know, and honestly, if, you're welcome around yeah. our house at any time. Yeah, if you're ever at a loss of like what to do, if you're ever bored, you know where we live. I know. Do you know We what? live in squalor. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, what... she's laughing it off like it's not true. <laughs> when I was at university, I used to go round to other students' houses and clean for them for free. I used to just oh my God, go... why? Do you want to come round to buy? <laughs> Genuinely, I used to go round to friends' house for pre-drinks or, you know, back in the days where I used to party. And <laughs> now that you're 83, oh god, I am. I'm say so, the word party. Oh, I'm 27 going on 87. I really am. But I used to go round and I used to take a little bucket of cleaning products. <laughs> Honest to God, because I, I think it's because I used to work as a cleaner when I was 14. Just take your work home, were you? Yeah, and I and I did. I used to go round and I used to clean all the house before pre-drinks because, like, I'm one of those people. I cannot relax. I cannot settle unless everything is clean around me. I don't know why it's really weird isn't it i just i think that's one of those things where i, I wish i had that uh, that compulsion to keep things clean because I, I prefer it when things are clean like it when things are clean but you know it's a chore like i have to actively go oh i have to clean this because my natural state is to go nah oh i get really excited about I it only like it with my office desk at home really? everywhere else can be carnage <laughs> 
but it's my office desk at home is messed up or he can't yeah it's because i think like it's always the tidy home tidy mind sort of like that explains so much about my psychology (laughs) (laughs) no yeah i just i can't relax or or do any hobbies unless everything is clean (laughs) what's your what's your top cleaning tip my top cleaning tip come on mrs hinch mrs hinch yeah honestly lemon juice bicarbonate of soda oh yes every single time it is a classic the same what so anything oh my god you want to clean your oven i actually do want to clean my oven okay so (laughs) yeah i really do so ignore these i can't see in it i just have to guess when things are ready it's just me you have to guess when i just guess the echo goes off and it's like bloom, 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 and I peer in and I'm like not a clue <laughs> let's open this up <laughs> to be fair oh, I used your oven yeah. uh, when I was cat sitting for you a few weeks ago and the amount of yeah. smoke that came yeah. out of that thing was impressive <laughs> I thought I'd been tear gassed when I opened it, <laughs> it you amazing. also can't see into our oven but it does not have a window so that's not oh, our problem yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no what you need to do is you need to cover it in bicarbonate soda and usually, like white cider vinegar is really good as well. Yeah. Lemon juice or white cider vinegar. Oh, my plumber was talking about this. Yeah. So, with your oven, loads of lemon juice, loads of white cider vinegar, and you just pour it all in there, shut the oven door, let it stew for like an hour, and then you come back and you literally just wipe everything away. Done. But what about oven fried? Do you know what that means? Other brands are on offer. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're trying to think organic here, Alex. Less yeah, chemicals. Yeah, save the world. Safer we use less food. plastic packaging as well. If you talk about guilt, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. You just wanted to clean up. I just wanted to clean up, and, and now I've made David Attenborough cry. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. There's a million jokes I'm not going to make in response to that. Um, <laughs> so for those of us who don't uh, find uh, pleasure in cleaning. Uh, <laughs> The rest of us are usually sat in front of uh, the telly, binge-watching Netflix, uh, listening to podcasts, reading Other books. streaming services are available. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon Prime. Blah, 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 blah. Um, going on YouTube, video games. There's a plethora of things out there that you could be doing rather than scrubbing your oven. Not a euphemism. <laughs> um, maybe it is. Who knows? Um, so we're going to start off with some of the kind of best binge-worthy TV shows, um, Lizzie. What is your kind of like your go-to kind of TV? I was not prepared for this question. <laughs> Do you mean like something I would like to binge, like to go back and watch like the whole thing of, or do you mean like things I'm currently watching, like let's do things you're currently now? watching for now? So, I am very excited for a few releases this month on Netflix. Uh, let's talk The Last of the Good Place. Oh my god, it's so good. There's like four episodes left or something and they're now coming out weekly and it's probably by the time this is out. Yeah. We're recording this a bit early so it might be on like the last one but oh my god, there's so few left. It's, I've, never, I've never seen The Good Place. What's oh, it? Sarah. It's very good. It's, okay, somebody explain it to me. So basically, um, this woman is like ultimate trash woman. Like, I mean, it's Kristen Bell so she's also a goddess. Carry yeah. on. She like is really rude to people does really shady things like is just generally an awful person and then she dies and she goes to the good place and she's like what the hell i shouldn't be here and then chaos ensues and that's um, the next one it's basically it's a it's a sitcom about um the afterlife and moral philosophy um that's not selling it really is it (laughs) and it's got ted danson in it 
in an impeccable suit. Oh, the ultimate dill. Ted Danielson was did he play a serial killer? <laughs> oh, Do you give he... Ted Bundy? As far as I'm aware, Ted Danson hasn't killed That's anyone. But you know what? This is coming out for a few weeks, so who knows? Uh, it's genuinely, it's it's. If you've not watched it, highly recommend. It not only is it hilarious and filled with some amazing characters, it's also intensely positive. Like it's a yeah. really. It, like feel good is the wrong word but like it's got a really positive message not in like a twee like oh isn't life great way but in like a really like it like it's like a faith in humanity type thing and also i think they did really like they took a lot of risks and they really re like thought outside the box in terms of the structure of a sitcom where so often um if you think of like something like friends where like you can dip into friends at any point and you know the basic relationships the basic setup and there are story arcs that are going on but you know it all revolves back to a friendship group that in their coffee shop in their flats mm. like this really like each season things change and things in the world change and move on in a really exciting way that i don't think sitcoms often do mm, okay also with the good place when you <coughs> get there they go right what is what is your ideal house and they make your ideal house <laughs> And basically, if I won the Euro <laughs> Millions, that is 10 out of 10 what I would do to all my mates. I'd be like, what's your ideal house? I'm going to build a village. Let's do this. Oh my and God. I would basically make the good place. Like, that is my dream. <laughs> I'm I not going to kill I... everyone, don't worry. <laughs> I was going to say, this is slightly terrifying. This isn't Jonestown. This is like... Um. <laughs> this is just everyone having a nice time in their house that's perfectly created for them. I would want a tree house. Oh, I'd love to live in a tree you house. You do love wood. I also like and wood. I'm also really excited for things coming out on Netflix. Um, the last bit, last half season of Bojack Horseman. Never I've seen n- it. I've never watched it. Oh my that. god, it's Alex, you would to me. genuinely, I think you'd love it. Really? It was one of those shows where I went. Is it a bit like Big Mouth? In the sense that I think once you've watched it, it's fucking amazing. Yes. What? It's not. I didn't yeah, like I didn't, Big Mouth. No, I, didn't like Big Mouth. Really? I didn't like Big Mouth. But then I don't like. I tend to not like a lot of American animated comedies. Oh. I know this sounds. But things like Family Guy or I American Dad. I don't or, like those. I don't like I, Family Guy. But I love Big Mouth. Like, and so much of it, I'm just like. Yes, let's talk really frankly about like periods and sex and being think, an awkward teenager. Well, that's the thing. I think all of the content of Big Mouth is really valuable, and I think what they're doing and like putting it in there is great. I just I think it's the sense of humour that doesn't quite yeah. strike with me because I've I've got quite a dry, sarcastic sense of humour, um, and those sort of programmes always for me feel a bit slapstick, and for me it's just not what makes me laugh. So yeah, yeah I just never got into Big Mouth. Have any of you guys seen Dead to Me? Is no. <laughs> that that was a resounding no no, no. I, is that another animated no series? okay why what was the animated series that you're interested disenchanted oh i've not watched that Netflix. is it good yeah by the creators of the Simpsons. See, i I'll watch that if you watch that. bojack deal because i watched it thinking it was going to be crap and it's brilliant it's really 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 funny what's mm. it about it's about a princess who doesn't want to be a princess anymore so she just runs off and then all this stuff happens hijinks into you i also like to point out and this probably won't go in the podcast uh, I think the girl who, like the princess, looks exactly like Ellie Richards. Oh, cool story. Great. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. 
edit point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a princess who doesn't want to be a princess anymore, Harry Potter film. Mm. Ooh. 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 Oh, oh, oh I see. Will's? Will's you, not Will's. Will's. <laughs> I mean, that would be a... That is a that scandal. Is a scandal. <laughs> Maybe that's why she's left. <laughs> oh, my God. Da, da, da. Um, we have to quit the royal family because uh, me and your brother, <laughs> well. <laughs> well, we all saw the way that Harry looked at uh, um, Kate's Kate's bum in the wedding. No, it was, wasn't it no, Kate's sister? Wasn't it Pippa, Pippa Middleton? Pippa. Do you know oh, what? Pippa. I don't know why I care about this, but apparently I know all their names. <laughs> and do you know what? Pippa's bum did look amazing in that wedding dress. She looked great. I, I think it's, it's royal top. Oh, topical, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I know, yeah. We probably, I had royal to... top trumps. Yeah. That's what you said. Well, the, what? I had to get my mum to I mean, explain the, the royal family to me the other day. What? Because I was like, who is Princess Anne? Just watch the crown. Oh, watch the crown. He's really good. Princess Anne, the princess royal. Yeah. I was like, who's Princess Anne? And she's like, the Queen's daughter. I was like, she's got a daughter? Yeah. Did yeah. you not know like, that? Yeah. No. And then I was like, who's Prince Andrew? She's like, the His Queen's son. son. I was like, what? He's not just Charles? Oh my God. Like, so- I had no idea. And then there's Prince Edward, isn't he? Yeah. Apparently he's the arty one. Yes, I don't know is. what that means. But, but, my I, mum but did well that. done. Those are, the four, those are her four children. Yeah. <laughs> can I just throw into the mix, though, genuinely, the crown? It is phenomenal. Even if yeah. you don't yeah. really care that much about the royal family... Number one, like who who played the oh who played the queen in the first one? Claire Foy. Claire Foy. She looks like my sister, but I love. She does look like your sister. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's really distracting. There'd be moments where I was. She's an excellent actor, and it's a very well put together series. There'd be moments where she looked at the camera, and I go, "Huh? It's my sister." Do you know Claire Foy was amazing, and then Olivia Coleman. I mean, Olivia Coleman can't do any wrong in my eyes. No. She is. She's a goddess. She's a goddess. She could beat me up and I thank her for it. No. No, it was Claire Foy for two seasons and Olivia Coleman for two seasons. I mean, for we haven't seen the second season of Coleman yet. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Do you know what? I am petitioning Miriam Margulies to <gasps> win the crown. <sighs> As what? I wish that. Just Miriam could... Margulies. <laughs> you yeah. see the thing about <gasps> the she queen, be the queen mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was about to say. Miriam Margulies as the Queen's mother would be an absolute triumph. Have you heard the story about Miriam Margulies that the Queen told us to shut up? Yes. Oh my word. Amazing. I love Miriam Margulies so yeah. much. I love it. Guys, things to do on a on a wintry day. Yes. Google Miriam Margulies. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, there are YouTube compilations of Miriam Margulies' best moments. And it's incredible. Yeah, the time that she saw somebody wanking in a tree, she gave blowjob to a soldier. I should say she's also a massive raging lesbian. So, like, those stories are brilliant. <laughs> what? Um, no, because she's very out... Like, as in, like, she talks a lot about... Her oh, partner. she does talk a lot about... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not outing her on this podcast. Like, <laughs> I think she's outed herself quite frequently. Many times. She is an absolute marvel. I and there was her. one time where she uh, went to a Hollywood party and blocked the loo with a massive shit. <laughs> and she said that she tried flushing it and it wouldn't go down. And she made the mistake of flushing it again. <coughs> and as she put it, it just sort of bubbled up to meet me. And like she was terrified it was going to overflow. And oh, then she goals. walked back into the party. And rather than going, hello, I'm Miriam. Lovely to meet you. She went, I'm just taking a massive shit and I don't know what to do, is what she said. Oh, my God. I'm, I am in love I with love Miriam. I love her so much. Miriam, if you ever listen to this. <laughs> She's not listening to this. Just leave, actually, no, just leave Heather. Don't, be with me. Don't do that to them. I, no, I will break them up. Oh! <laughs> I want Miriam to be happy. I think it's important to mention now that uh, Sarah's partner, Richard, um, (laughs) may may have some thoughts on this. Uh, I don't know. I feel like he'd be a fan. I I feel like if I said, look, babe, I'm leaving you for Miriam, I think he'd be like, fair enough. I hope you have a long and happy life. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Just to to briefly go back to the crown. (laughs) (laughs) Because... I've um, got so much editing to do. (laughs) Ah, I'll leave it all in. Um, 
the crown is excellent like it's really well written and really well performed and all that and i i don't give a shit about the royals like i'm not a royalist at all but it genuinely like in many ways ha- like does humanize them a bit like you see their story and like i do if anything it's made me feel warmer towards them which who knew mm. um but it is slightly difficult when you see like things happening in the real world and the storyline is oh the queen can't cry and you're like ah yes all this like there's there's one in the most recent series where you've watched it right yeah yeah you know the Aberfan one where oh there's God. the there's a you know a, a, a dis- disaster in a working class uh, Welsh mining community and you know hundreds of people die and and it's genuinely really moving and really sad but the it ends with the Queen is able to cry and you sort of go well it's very difficult at this point for me to get some sympathy for you yeah. when you you know when you're sat in your palace. Yeah, and there's been an entire village that has been destroyed. <laughs> so it's like those moments where you sort of go, oh, it's like, uh, it's really well done and it does make me feel for them. But also, uh, yeah. is this our biggest problem? Uh, and then there's Tobias Menzies. That He's plays, really good as well. He does a brilliant impression of Prince Philip. Anyway, what I'm saying is please go and watch The Crown, even if you're not a royalist. It is brilliantly written, brilliantly, like the, the, the direction of it, the cinematography of it. It's honestly like a gorgeous piece of work. Like, go and watch it. Nice. See, I've been watching Dead to Me, which is incredible. Have any of you seen it? No. No. So it's one of the few TV shows I've seen that actually portrays a really interesting female friendship on screen because so many of the times it's like, oh, we're just best friends. We're hanging around, doing our best friend thing. And this is like, it's complex. It's dirty. It's just a super messy tale. So interesting. Like, completely binged it. 10 out of 10 would recommend you need to go watch it it's so good yeah, can I, I watch it. tell you something that I binged relatively recently having never watched it when it was on TV this is not something that's on Netflix um, but I never watched it when it was on TV never into it never saw the appeal decided to try it got obsessed watched it obsessively twice in a row genuinely the whole series twice in a row Buffy the Vampire Slayer Jesus Christ guys it's really good yeah like that is peak like 12 year old Rachel really good but here's the thing but I didn't watch it when I was 12 years old so like I thought when people talked about it I was like oh but you've got like the nostalgia factor and like it will have appealed to you as a 12 year old no no like late 20s still works what did you think of the musical episode (laughs) (laughs) um I so genuinely throughout watching it and I watched it you know alone um, often in the middle of the night but I would talk to myself often and <laughs> alone in the middle of the night I would just sit and obsessively stare at Buffy the Vampire Slayer yeah basically okay. but I would there were two things that I regularly said out loud one was oh, I love her in reference to various characters um, and what the fuck am I watching <laughs> and I think the times that I said what the fuck am I watching the most would be <laughs> the, the musical, musical episode yeah. which I'd heard like I knew that it was coming but I didn't I didn't know that it was that one it, guys it's so good it's, and also yeah. it's one of those weird things where like like this is gonna sound really um, pathetic and like emo teenager thing but like genuinely have like not being able to sleep in the middle of the night and be, being like a real low emotional place like it was a really like it it really spoke to my like my like little depressed like midnight soul it was guys it's so good good it's so good it really holds up musical episodes the one thing that i can binge watch again and again and i can (coughs) normally i play it in the background when i'm just doing what i'm feeling um and it's scrubs (laughs) Scrubs. Oh, really? Scrubs is musical episode. Yeah. Outstanding. Literally, yeah. it's amazing. Like, Scrubs is one of those things that I've seen so many times. Yeah. 
um, and I watched it, you know, when I was a young teenager. But and and it's always sort of stuck with me. Yeah. A little bit. And, you know, there's problematic things within it, as 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 always. Oh, uh, everything. <laughs> I when mean, you review, everything that you watched when you were younger, and you go, oh, oh okay. Um, but Scrubs is something I can just chuck on in the background and watch. Yeah. But the musical episode. Yeah. Guy love. Guy love. <laughs> my, one of my favorite songs. Talking and special. everything comes down to key, which is the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it is the story of your life. Clarity to the listener. Um, I no, no, no clarity. <laughs> I have IBS, so I shit myself constantly. Yeah. So there you go. Talking of specials, she tells us about it. For the community way. paintball specials. Oh, they're amazing. Community, community as a whole is I incredible mean, up first... until the first, like the first four seasons, incredible. Five goes down, <laughs> six just don't even bother. But <laughs> no, it's bad. It's bad. But those first few seasons are so good. Oh. The Christmas specials, the uh, paintball specials. The, um, the I I would say standout ones are the one with the different timelines. I yeah. can't remember the name of it. So yeah. good. Never seen a TV show do that. Um, so f- well and so f- hilariously. And the Dungeons and Dragons one, which is yeah. literally like they don't put in uh, the paintball stuff and like the uh, pillows and blankets. Like I've all got like real cinematic like. Um, visuals like the Dungeons and Dragons is literally you just watch people sat at a table like they don't mm. they don't show you any of it and it's so engaging yeah. and so funny and you know it's got Donald Glover in it so yeah. what more do you want speaking of Dungeons and Dragons Alex and Rachel you are a fan of that aren't you yeah Correct. so we started playing about a month and a half ago yeah um, our mate Johnny uh, kind of messages and went I want to be a dungeon master. And we went, not again. <laughs> um, Enough about your sex life, Johnny. <laughs> um, and neither of us have played Dungeons and Dragons before. No. And let me tell you, I am obsessed. Yeah. Shout out to Johnny Knaves, because... He's incredible. He's, yeah, he's, he's very, 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 very good. I always kind of knew I would enjoy it. Yeah. But I was scared to start, because <laughs> I was worried... Worried that you would enjoy it. I would. That's how I felt. It would become your life. You're <laughs> 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 excited to start. <laughs> I always knew I'd enjoy it. <laughs> I was just terrified um, to start. But it's really, really good fun. It's quite nice to play a game that you don't have to look at a screen at, even though we play it online. <laughs> <laughs> don't you what? Don't um, you stare at a screen when you are playing? Yeah, it's because we all live in different places. We all live in so. different cities, so we kind of we we couldn't all meet up like. Mm. in Hull and play it although I will say as well shout out to um, local foods company Silent Uproar that did their Dungeons and Dragons adventure sort of um, piece wasn't it where people could go live and actually yeah. like, play Dungeons and Dragons with actors and stuff um, and I know Pub Corner Poets did that a few years ago in Hull as well so it's nice to see that you can actually go and be with people yeah <laughs> do it as I well mean, we're as planning online, so. on meeting up to do it yeah um, we're talking about doing a like a live like actually we all sit around the same table and be friends it's um, very fun. It's basically like improv. Yeah. It's basically improv. Fantasy improv. Yeah, fantasy improv with... Yeah. But I'm a monk. You're a monk? I'm a monk what? who is also a tiefling, which is a bit like a demony dragon... Like, not dragon, but like a demony thing. I've got pink skin, purple hair. I'm the only one that's full height. Everyone else is like three <laughs> foot under. I'm a gnome. Of course you are. That makes perfect sense. Like, I... You like he helps you set up a form backstory, so like you can choose to tell people like your full backstory, or you can hold things back, or like because there is so much of my backstory that none of the rest of them know. 
and I can talk to Johnny about just, it. Just uh, for the recording, he's got such a and it's gonna cheeky, have... naughty little smile. Uh, There's uh, a shimmer in his eye that I've not seen. Yeah, we've already been fucking everything swearing. Everything up for everyone. <laughs> it's gonna be so good. <laughs> Honestly, I can't recommend it enough. Like, if you can find a group of people, like we literally always message and go, right, we can play it this time. Should we play it? Yeah, let's play it, and we just do it. Also, like, don't overthink it. Like, who doesn't love a board game? Like, the board game cafe. Oh, yeah. Top work. But also, just, you know, cracking out the Scrabble. Bit yeah. of ticket to ride. Oh. Ticket to ride. Actually, that's the board game cafe on Newland Avenue in Hull. So, the boardroom. Um, oh, the boardroom, yes. Sorry. If you haven't been there, you should. They sell beer, you pay for a table, and you just play board games. Yeah. But I am somebody who... So, I absolutely hate... Um, playing games because <laughs> you play emotional games <laughs> that's me no i so i am um fiercely competitive which will be a surprise to oh some. such a shock i know no i am i'm a very competitive person i i'm a self-confessed control freak um and so when it comes to board games or games of that sort of way i am the type of person who you know when you were a student and you used to all be drinking and you'd all play like cards against humanity I'd be the one telling everyone to shut up and that it was their turn. Like I am, I am somebody who I'm like I like organised fun. So if we're going oh, to play, let's play. And this is why I don't play and I don't invite myself to play because everybody goes home see, crying. See, I see. I would tell the opposite. Like I've never really enjoyed games because I'm not competitive and because oh I didn't win. Oh no. And like that's why I never really got into sport because everyone was like, why? Why am I doing this? Oh, yeah. to win. And I was like. Mm. I'm not competitive but, when it comes to like my friends or like if for example if me wow. and a friend were going for the same job um I wouldn't be like competing against them I, I'd, I'd want them all right let's not pretend it. that you're not a bitch Sarah <laughs> <laughs> no but genuinely like when it comes to friends or family I'm not competitive but if it is a game scenario then I'm gonna fucking win but, and if I don't win I get really angry not at anybody else but like at myself and I don't like I'm not the type of person who will like flip the table and go yeah. mental but like on the and I'm going oh well done Alex you won and on the inside I'm picturing <laughs> right, not a child. stabbing you to death it's See, like that sort I, of thing I'm just going to I'm just going to take this back to the theme of the week <laughs> I was going to talk about board games oh go on fine yeah. talk about no bo- no, no take it back to the th- no I'm joking <clears throat> no board games is part of the theme of the week that's yeah, fine I don't even remember what I was going to say about board games have you I, seen I, the Farmer Obama there was one so I'm just gonna explain uh for the listener because I remember one of the things from Obama Lama. It is a game by which you have to um give a cryptic clue and the answer is a pair of words that rhyme. Uh sort of. It's sort of that idea. So it was like Scottish tea host. Uh no, uh, Scottish tea we host makes uh makes wobbly snack. And it's like Lorraine Kelly is making jelly. Yeah. And it's that sort of idea. So that's why it's called Obama Lama. I really enjoyed that. That's got, at the boardroom. Yeah. I got the expansion pack for Christmas with Santa Banter. <gasps> I bought that for someone. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, no. no, I just gonna say, I... I um, so like I grew up in a household where like we didn't really play games because because my mum's similarly not competitive and like you know some people have like families where like Christmas afternoon it's parlor games we were never that um, and so like I've definitely found like actually as I got older I'm like oh actually I do enjoy these games like these things that oh you don't have to be competitive to enjoy them um, but my overriding memory of playing board games is um, we did a lot of uh, camping holidays uh, as children um, in the UK so we did a lot of sitting in a wet tent. Um, and we used to play we used to play Monopoly and you know Monopoly like if you play properly like 
is hours and yeah. hours and yeah, hours. We used to play Monopoly and we'd play it for like an hour and then we'd move the board away, have dinner, move the board back. Like we would play a game of Monopoly over a week because our holidays were so wet that we could just play a really in-depth game of Monopoly. Do you know, my family, so my family, the one, the two things my family love to play are Cards Against Humanity and What Do You Mean? Yeah. Which is basically the mean version of Cards Against Humanity. But do you know what? I, I hate playing with my family and I'll tell you why. So my family... Uh, have no sense right so we play this game and the sickest card automatically wins whether or not it makes sense in relation to the card played so if you play the sickest card you can find my family go oh that's really sick and i'm like yep but it doesn't make sense it doesn't there's no Sarah's sense getting stressed out again exactly i'm gonna stop talking but yeah i can't do it with my family you see the games that i love are always the ones that we play at alex's house when we have a barbecue Yes, Alex's house. Alex's house is known as uh, the barbecue house. Like every summer, there's multiple barbecues. Hearing things. Yeah, so there's one where you put these headphones on, and then you have to, and then you, the the other person has to read a sentence, and the person with the headphones has to try and figure out what they're saying. And we played that for hours, like screaming, crying. And then there's also the one uh, where it like holds your mouth open. Oh, speak out. Speak out. Oh my word! Honestly, I could just stick those things in my mouth and just carry on for days. Like, well, let's <laughs> let's cut that out and use that as a promo. Now then, no, but I remember when. Can we you went... attach an audio file to Tinder? Carry on. <laughs> when we went to uh, Ark in Stockton on Tees to do our residency, we took Speak Out and we were staying in this accommodation that the theatre provides. And Rachel, I have never. Je- so Jess, who unfortunately can't be here today, uh, is oh gosh, Jess cries when she laughs and i mean it takes the smallest thing to make jess cry and it is the funniest thing and i remember being sat on the settee watching rachel with this bloody thing in him or this mouth guard in her mouth looking like a twat <laughs> and then you had jess who had one in her mouth and her eyes were just, just cry oh my god and I, oh, do you know that's one of my fondest memories from that residency because yeah. i absolutely i was i was weak i was buckled there was a there's a video that ended up i think you took sarah well, I've just got it in my mouth and you're just slowly zooming in on me and I'm going, do you want to play a game? <laughs> and I've just got my mouth up and like, do you like want a, to play a game? Like a really shit clownish version of Saul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's magic. You see, my mum and dad always play either Boggle or Scrabble. Scrabble's great. I can't play Scrabble anymore because I played it for a week solid with um, Lizzie in a caravan as part of a art half exhibi- a caravan well half a caravan as part of an art exhibition back in 2017 that was a weird time for us all it was a weird time for us all there was one point where someone went I want you to go crazy and put sausages up as bunting and I went huh? <laughs> like, instead we sat and played Scrabble <laughs> you played a lot of Scrabble and you've not known uh, a weird afternoon until you've had 40 people watch you eat a slice of pizza I yeah. can't play Scrabble because I just I can't spell <gasps> really? so I just I'm terrible um, at Scrabble, but I'm the terrible wor- at spelling. <laughs> the worst thing about being in this art exhibition was the fact that people would come like round the back of me, like take photos of the letters I had and send them to Lizzie, <laughs> so she knew what letters um, I had. I'm just naturally very good at Scrabble, okay? <laughs> no, because they then text me going, "I've just given your letters." Uh, <laughs> Is that I'm... the art exhibition you got locked in and rang me saying you needed a wee? 
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> For a second, I was like, I don't what? remember that, but it might have been. There wasn't a toilet in there. It was like a, it was in an empty shop, so there was yeah. a half a caravan put against the window deep. so that the, the public could come yeah. past and look at us. You got locked in the caravan. Right? Yeah, yeah, we got locked us. in it, and uh, we had to keep on running to the local pub to go for a wee. Yeah, because they they would lock the door because otherwise I think they thought people would just wander past. Because it was late and at people night, would just try people and just try in. and like open the try the door. Um, it was quite fun. Yeah, I, we had a lovely time. I was going to say time. you just getting paid to sit in a shop window and eat pizza and play Scrabble. That sounds like an utter dream. It is. Sounds awesome. Um, one of the other things I really love to watch during kind of like dark months when you just can't be bothered to go outside and you're just like no i'm just gonna stay in and not talk to anyone is stand-up comedy i love stand-up i love it like for me i don't even want to think how many times we watched greg davis you magnificent beast oh it's brilliant russell howard uh recalibrate yeah bo burnham what and uh make happy mm. two phenomenal James A. Caster. <gasps> James, James A. Caster special on Netflix yeah, is I, excellent. I, I like James A. Caster as well. I also like Ramesh Ranganathan as well. Yes. I went to see him at the Bonus Arena when he came last month or in November. That was great. Have you watched Taskmaster? Yes, obviously. <gasps> Taskmaster is the greatest oh. TV show. It makes me weep with laughter. Yeah. I got a book for Christmas of tasks you can give people at a party. <gasps> style of Taskmaster. Is it, bring it, it is tonight. It, is it, bring it tonight. Does Alex Horn do it or is it like a uh, style of? I can't remember. I can't remember who did it, but yeah, you, you basically can assign people tasks. Bring it tonight. Uh, for listeners, tonight we're going out for my birthday because my birthday's on Tuesday. Um, for a quiet Pepsi. For, <laughs> for half a lager shandy, please. Um, it's honestly one of my favourite TV shows. My mate Amy introduced me to it and I just didn't stop. It's so good. She also introduces me to so many podcasts. Like, I have... <laughs> only time Amy texts me because she's usually on Facebook Messenger the only time she texts me is when she's sending me a podcast and oh my word there are some lists like I've obviously my dad wrote a porno see I've never listened to that I've never listened to a lot of podcasts Beautiful. the only podcast I do listen to occasionally is Sword and Stain which is all about serial killers um, and I love anything to do with serial killers, uh, whether that is binge watching something on Netflix or listening to a podcast. But I don't really. I think for me, I uh, I I have ADHD anyway. My brain is uh, it just can't focus for very long periods of time on certain tasks and podcasts because you're just sat there listening. I can't do it in the same way that I don't like just listening to music. I'd rather watch music videos so that I have something to watch and listen to see i i do it as a i would never just listen to a podcast but i do it as a um as like if i'm walking somewhere i'll pop in a podcast rather than listening to music or like on the, on the rare occasion that i go for a jog i always try and listen to like a podcast with like someone talking um because then it's doing two things at once i, w- I would never just sit and listen to yeah, it yeah no. um, but that's the thing like rich keeps talking about like oh it's cold and miserable but actually you know pop on a scarf and go for a little walk it's quite it's quite nice um you know sort of wintry first signs of spring little walk mm. um pop on a podcast <laughs> i listen to it when i'm washing up who needs up. company when you're washing up that's when good yeah up. firstly i love washing up what the fuck is wrong with you don't know why right do you two really want to come around to our house absolutely love yeah washing up. me and alex will i hate drying up 
I don't mind drying. Dry enough as it, no, you've got to let it drip. But can Wash I just it say, thank you. Correct. It's amazing. No, your experience of drying up dishes is all dependent on the quality of the, the tea w- towel. Oh, yeah. Because if you end up using a tea towel, you know one of those tea towels that you buy, and as you wipe the dishes, they are still fucking wet. Yeah. Like the tea yeah. towel is not soaking anything Ikea. Up. Ikea. Really? Oh, can we all go to Ikea soon and yeah. just do like a trip Not for out? their tea towels, though. No, no the tea towels See, I would say my experience of... Um, of Washing up has been greatly influenced by my years working as a waitress and being sent to do pot wash. Yeah. <laughs> and going, Ugh! See, I love it. See, I never used to wash up when I was a waitress. I used to stand there and polish cutlery. So oh, in my I house, well. I polish Back all the cutlery out. before it goes in the drawer. Does cutlery need polishing? Yeah, yeah because otherwise you, you can't work in a restaurant. No, you just polish. I mean, if you've got silver cutlery, you do. But if normal cutlery, so you just wash off the water strain. So basically, you just grab it and, and wank it with a towel. <laughs> I was going to say, the, the mine that Sarah <laughs> is doing <laughs> is uh, polishing a knife. And that's all nice. polishing cutlery is. So in the restaurant, no, when you, you know, you don't, there's never like a watermark on a cutlery in your restaurant. It's because someone has stood there, there as they the put it. I go to well, you need to go to a classier establishment. Spoon. It's because someone has stood there. It's because someone has stood there, putting it all away at the mm. end of their shift when their feet ache, rubbing down all the cutlery. Yeah, that's what I used to do. Hated it. Hated it. Um, if anyone is hiring, <laughs> I am. <but> no. <laughs> um, Lizzie, you're quite a big reader, aren't you? Um, yeah, I I enjoy a book or two. I was saying to these guys, I've um, uh, like I love reading. I always have at least one book on my bedside table, um, and sort of slowly work my way through it. Um, like it's a thing that I really try and do, like before I go to bed as well, like get me in the right frame of mind, like to switch off. Um, but I found myself like the last few years, I've I've really started reading way more nonfiction. Like I've read a lot of biographies and a lot of. Um, I've become one of those people that buys books of essays. Who, who have I become? Oh, anyway, um, <laughs> this is intervention. <laughs> um, but no, I, I read a lot of like criticism and and things to do with so um, with our our recent show Beachbody Ready, all about body image. I've read a lot of books about like body image and fat activism and those sorts of things. Um, but I haven't really read a lot of fiction for a while. So I said I'm going to try and like it's my New Year's resolution to try and read more more novels. Um, so I found like a, a really cool list of like of like. Uh, like to to choose 12 books it's like a book a month um and it's like choose a book from the year you were born choose a book that someone's debut novel no- novel no. <laughs> <laughs> choose a novel to read novel oh. um so that's really cool so i'm uh i'm gonna read some things i've never read i'm gonna i've put on my list uh i'm gonna read carrie because i've seen the film but i've never read it it's not my normal genre, but it's that's a, that fulfills the debut novel. Do you know Carrie was uh, Stephen King's debut novel? There you go. Mm-hmm. True facts for you all. Have you read Ready Player One? No, but that was on my list of things. That's genuinely I put it True. on the list. Don't watch the film. I you haven't watched the film. Kids. Don't watch it. Read the book. See, I I'm not the biggest fan of reading, and Ready Player One and his second book called Armada are just absolutely amazing. Even if you aren't that into sci-fi, they're phenomenal. It's genuinely that's on my list of, of yeah, books for the year. Recommend. It's all about pop culture and it's got hidden things in it. And apparently, it's all about like Easter eggs and yeah. games and hidden things. There was a, like sort of like when the book 80s first pop came cultural. out, there was a code in it, and it was something like every first letter of every chapter made up a website. And then when you put that website into Google, you you got to like a password, and then you had to crack that. And inside there was like an Easter egg to do with the book or something. Feel like that Black Mirror. Um, the Black Mirror Choose Your Adventure thing yeah. that ended up 
like you went onto a certain website and then there was like more things to do with that episode yeah. mm. see i when i was younger i was a really avid reader i i read everything like i would read shampoo bottles in the bath like i would anything i could get my hands that's, on that's called adhd <laughs> no but i would i would read anything and i i would absorb so much information i used to genuinely read the dictionary from cover to cover when i was a child and my dad used to do like spelling yeah. challenges with me based on the dictionary um but then that's why I she's good at scrabble alex <laughs> carry on but then as i got older i sort of i had less and less attention for reading and that really made me sad and because i used to love it so much and i thought recent really recently a couple of months ago right i'm gonna try and read again so my partner rich he has uh, we have loads of books in our house we probably have about a thousand books genuinely so we, we have in a library <laughs> practically there are bookcases there are bookcases in nearly every room of the house so we have just books on books on books because he like goes through books like they're nothing um and so i thought right i'm gonna read i'm gonna choose a book off the shelf and i'm going to read it and uh, the book that I chose to try and get back into reading with was The Boy in the Striped Pyjamas. Wow. <laughs> Which, after I, mean. I read it, I said to Rich, I went, well, that was, well, I didn't enjoy it that much. I thought it was very easy. I thought the characters lacked, lacked depth. I thought the story wasn't as interesting. And he went, Sarah, it's for young teenagers. Like, that is what the book was written for. And I was like, oh, makes sense. So I've started reading The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. Yeah. Um, which I, uh, to be honest, I stopped reading it a couple of weeks ago. I'm about five or six chapters in, and I need to go back to it. But I'm trying to read some of the classics and that sort of thing to try and get back into reading. So, Boy in the Striped Pajamas <laughs> and the Curious Incident. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, the classics. The classic. Fuck you, Jane See, Austen. I think <laughs> my thing. Uh, don't you dare say fuck you, Jane Austen. Oh, I'm sorry, but um, I hate her books. I studied them in fuck English. Fuck off. No. Um, I, I, oh. my thing with reading is, I think I'm, I'm so much of a, of a like trying to do three things at once person like i watch a lot of tv and a lot of films but i'm always doing something else at the same time i listen to podcasts i listen to music but i'm always doing something else at the same time um and like a book you have to just focus on the book which is why i think i do it before bed because it's like it's a really good focus thing mm. um but i definitely like you used to read like i remember doing you could get you were allowed to take six books out from the library um at a time and like we'd go on holiday and i'd read my six books and my sister's six books and then i'd start on my mum's like and that would be like my week's holiday would be just reading mm. like i don't remember the places we went as kids but i remember the books that i read so like i definitely need to like a, a, a desire to read more fiction you see i am a really slow reader like really slow reader and i'm one of those people who will like read a page and then go i didn't take any of that in i need to read it again that's yeah. exactly why i stopped reading so i don't read all that much but the one thing that i do read and i love reading is um plays <laughs> See, See I, I can't. I hate reading plays. I love reading, reading plays. plays because I hate reading plays. I yeah. love reading Sorry. plays. Because <laughs> you are alone. Yeah, I love it because I can then like map the play out like in my head. Yeah, and like I can imagine the set, and I can imagine this, and I can imagine that, and. I, I do, but if I'm reading a book, like it, I I see it. Do you know what I mean? Like if I'm reading a novel, like no, like for me, like there's too much like excess information, which I know is like depth <laughs> of character and whatever, <laughs> but whatever. Um, but I really enjoy just reading scripts or biographies. Um, yeah. See, this is why I think that I enjoy the work that we make so much because there's not a script. Like, there's obviously there's like these are the beats that we're going to hit, and then we 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 sort of play off that. But I um and and there are some plays that I've read that I've really genuinely enjoyed. You know, they they tend to be sort of really contemporary modern plays, or friends plays that I've read for them in order to you know 
Um, but yeah, generally I, I sit down and read it and I think it's I, I get so much absorbed in it when I watch it or yeah. even if it's just a reading of two actors or three actors just reading it, I get so much more from that text than I do if I'm just reading it. But yeah. I read the Priory start to finish. Yeah. Which is a play. That's yeah. I really enjoyed that. Did you read that because we had to because it's Louise Peacock's no. set text? <laughs> Louise, no, Louise I, I read it. Is a, is a is a lecturer. Lecturer. Is this a university Louise thing? I sorry, Louise, didn't read it. <laughs> during that, uh, I, uh, sorry, did you do her class and not read the reading I, and then read it later? That is true. I read Lad. it after. I read it after uni. So, um, Louise, if you're listening, she's not listening. It's fine. Sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, do you know I never used to read any of my reading ahead of my lectures in uni. Not. I don't think I read something ahead. Um, after about my second week of first year, I u- used to just literally fucking wing it. Um, and it would be great and I would just why did I bother putting in the effort to do my fucking degree however if you are a student currently please do all of your reading the wrong girls are watching I did the reading and I found it valuable apparently I'm just a sap because I'm in the same place as Sarah and I did the fucking reading Uh, I should also mention sat at the same fucking table why did I bother could have been cleaning on a night out carry on (laughs) I should also mention that Alex teaches at the Um, do your reading (laughs) Phenomenal work. You you see, I think it's always important to have uh, hobbies outside of reading plays and, you know, doing what what we do. Um, I'm going to start that again. (laughs) Doing what we do. Doing what we do. I think it's important... (laughs) I think it's important to have um, hobbies that aren't just uh, your actual career. So, alongside uh, reading plays, I don't know I what you mean. Really, me I really get into crafts. A craftanoon. I love a craftanoon. I am an avid cross stitcher. I've been doing some mad designs year, um, and I, I love it. And Shauna, our producer, I have never met anyone who can crochet like that woman. I, I love crochet my house i cannot describe how much wool we had to buy two new sets of drawers plastic craft drawers i love her just to fit all of shauna's wool in. i love her i felt like a fucking shepherd (laughs) 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 but now it's all there and she knows where it is so that's great honestly like i love crochet being able to i went round to your house and i was having a conversation with her and she was just like crocheting this little circle we had a chat for maybe 45 minutes just catching up and then she just went i've made a bear and i was like what <laughs> like it was she so is quick. she is great i love crocheting like i crocheted um like i'm i'm great at like oh a square <laughs> slowly working my way up to a blanket yeah, made my just... sister some like um some you know, like uh eco-friendly reusable face scrubbies you know for like face wash oh, and things nice. but like like simple things but like i have to focus and go right what am i doing now am i doing a single or a treble or a whatever oh what's what row am i on i can't do it and like multitask shauna yeah. it's just like boom i've made a stuffed animal and yeah, i'm like yeah. no i've made a triangle i'll be sat at home like on my laptop and shauna will just be binging gilmore girls because that's good girl yes and then she'll correct be like oh that's another scarf done <laughs> And then before Christmas, she was like, oh, I've made your mum and dad some hats. What wow. else do you want me to make? Might make myself a hat. Posh. Hat. Oh. Just hats coming out of everywhere. The thing is, Does I... anyone want a hat? Oh, yes, I'll have a hat. Can she make the roaring girls, girls hats. matching yes. hats? Oh, like matching orange. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I don't really need an orange hat. Maybe just like, a I was going to say, I was gonna say <laughs> I'm not hair. sure the gingers should be wearing yeah. orange hats. I think you should all have black hats with orange pom-poms. There, yeah. She made my dad a bright fluorescent orange hat for Christmas. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. So. You know, the thing is with me, I can't crochet stitch 
uh, cross stitch, anything like that. I sewed uh, my sleeve to something when I was at <coughs> university, when I was first trying to learn how to stitch. So ever since then I can't, but I do have an app called Cross Stitch, which is here. Here are all of the things I've cross stitched from my phone. So I'm I'd just like to clarify, she doesn't mean it's like it's cross stitch designs. She's just... It's, it's like pixel a, art. It's yeah. pixel art. It's, this is not a cross... This so is you, just you select the letter and you stitch the letters. I mean, so it's like no, painting that's... by numbers, but like tapping on your phone. Also, she's not even. You've got a really weird technique. You're doing it in lines. I oh. am doing it in lines because, because that's how you cross stitch. <laughs> yeah, she's not cross stitch. <laughs> not cross. Guys, she's tapping on her screen. It's not cross stitch. That is about. That is about the extent. The one thing that I can do, um, which I always wanted to get into, is I've got really good cursive handwriting. And I really wanted to get into calligraphy. Yeah. And, ah, oh, because the satisfaction, it's the so orgasmic good. release I feel when I watch those videos yeah. of people doing beautiful calligraphy. Right. No, please, any calligraphers, like, hit me up. <coughs> Sorry, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> See, my, my... I would say my hobby is woodworking. But then my job <laughs> is woodworking. And I'm also trying to decorate so I've just had enough of making things, really. I just see. I find it so interesting that you, but you can just build something. Like when you did the set for Beachbody Ready, and Nat, uh, Nat Young, who's designed Beachbody Ready, the set Babe. for it, she went to Alex and went, "I need you to make this." And Alex just went, "Yeah," and just made it. And I don't understand how, because I am not. I'm. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm a theatre maker, but a maker of anything else. I'm like so shit at. So the fact that you can just take a set and go away and just make I it. I think I don't. I've always been. I spent a lot of time as a kid in my granddad's woodwork shop. Why did that? Why did that uh, not surprise me? <laughs> a lot of times, so I used to make it's swords, just, and like by <laughs> swords, I just mean I would pick up some wood and then hit things. With yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, I think we've all but been then there. I progressed to shields, um, lad. <laughs> in case yourself. the tree I was hitting fought back. Ready but, um, for that Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, I was ready. At a <laughs> laughing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've always just been able to. Ever since. <laughs> Uh, just, Sorry, that's um, that's an in joke which yeah. is like years old at this um, point. I don't really know. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I don't. I can't. Very practically minded. I, I mean, it's practice. Just looking at things and being mm. like, this is how this has to go together. So I for for Christmas, um, my grandmother gave me her old sewing machine. So I now have a sewing machine, oh which uh, let's be. I mean, it's. So I come from my my sister works in costume, um, and is very, um practical and creative and, and can sew all sorts of crap um and my mum is a is a hobbyist like she's a quilter so like they they both do a lot of sewing like this sewing machine is from their like from their standards is a very basic thing in which i imagine i'm just going to be sewing up holes and hemming things um but now that i've got it i'm like oh my god i'm gonna make so much stuff i'm not gonna make so much stuff i'm just gonna hem things but i think it's that thing of going like oh, the possibilities are endless and the reality is I don't have the sk- like it will take me time to learn and like I think I will just be so frustrated I'll be like no but I want to make everything now you see for Christmas one of the best gifts I've ever received uh, was from my mate who is a costume mistress uh, called India Raskam and she made me a replica of the waistcoat that Don French wears in the Vicar Dibley Christmas special where she has three Christmas dinners and is honestly the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. It's absolutely I mean, magical. It I magical. didn't take it off for the entirety of Christmas Day. I'm surprised you've taken it off now. 
We all are. I considered sleeping in it. I'm not going to lie. I think I might have. We won't talk about that. Mm. Um, Speaking of idols, still French. But for me, oh God, yeah. But for me, like being able to make stuff like that, like Shauna's got a um, sewing machine. Yeah. And she's like, I've made a bag. I've made this. I've just bought a shirt pattern. And you're like, yes. Like She started making shirts. We went to Fabric World the other day. Oh, I love a fabric shop. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, bought loads of jersey fabrics. I don't know what that is. It's like real, Um, it's like this. Apparently I'm wearing jersey. (laughs) And um, yeah. Like a cow. (laughs) Learning how to make Boyfriend material. That's what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I wish I could make I wish I could make anything. Guys, I have the answer for you. I googled preparation crafts for people that can't craft. Yes. Um, first of all, I think um, if you're not currently um, on Google Images or, or on Instagram looking at craft fails, um, you, what are you doing with your life? Because that's how I pass my time. Um, genuinely, crafts for people that can't craft, most of them, spoiler alert guys, shockingly bad advice. A lot of it is, have you got some stuff? Have you got some paint? paint that stuff and i don't mean like make a nice painting it's like hey paint this bottle paint this jar paint your tablecloth yeah or it's like oh spray spray paint a tin can and put flowers in it yeah it's that sort of thing so do you know the one thing i find is uh, there's a facebook page called five minute crafts oh yes can i just say it's awful yes Um, because last night i was watching their beauty tips because i really love makeup i love uh i'm shit at doing my hair but i like watching people do their hair and things like that and one of the pieces of, of advice they gave was if you are struggling to take out a contact lens, fold a, a Q-tip in half, uh, a Q-tip, uh, an ink yeah. bed, a cotton bud, yeah, in half, and use the two as holes, oh! thank you, to pull it out of your eye. Number one, never do that. You can scratch your cornea. And also, you shouldn't have anything in your eye, even your fingers, you should wash your hands before you put them in your eye. But they gave really bad advice. So I would just say, like, do not do anything that Five Minute Crafts tells you. You think that they are trustworthy because of their two million followers. They are not. Um, I would say my favourite <laughs> thing day. from Crafts for People That Can't Craft was um, um, to make your own um, votive candles by taking a candle that already exists. Um, and then taking some duct tape, preferably metallic or a patterned one. Um, and then wrapping the candle in duct tape, which, which guys, looks as shit as it sounds. Like, it looks like you've wrapped a candle in duct tape. But also, there were no pictures of, like, them burnt down, because surely the candle will burn inside, and you'll just get a tube of... Tube of burnt gaffer. It sounds like a terrible idea. Also, I just want to take a moment to sort of memorialise. Does anyone remember the the website Regretsy? Which was a... Ah, no! What is this? I mean, it closed down years ago, but it was a blog that was a a woman dedicated to finding really shit things on Etsy. So this isn't just like a craft fail. This isn't just like, look at my beautiful stuff on Pinterest. This is stuff people were selling. Things people were selling. And it's like um, a little box with a doll's head glued to it. Um, A unicorn hat that's like a knitted hat with a tinfoil horn. Um, Like, you can find, like, you can... Although the website is gone, there's still, like, best ofs. I found an amazing um, interview on Wired with like the woman who, um, the woman who used to run it, and because uh, it, like I said, it's closed down, um, and she was saying like it took her. She's like she's got no more jokes to tell. She used to like her entire life was spent finding pictures on um, Etsy, making a joke, posting it. And she was like it's tiring, and then she put. <laughs> I'm just get, well she also said it was like bedazzling a dead horse funny um i just want to read you this thing about about bad crafts um after a year or two you're like ah another teddy bear with a vagina who cares bad crafts are like drugs you have to keep upping the dose to feel anything <laughs> um, and all i'm going to say is i'm now addicted to that drug because 
I really enjoy bad crafts. So please, if anyone listening wants to make their own terrible crafts, please tag us in. <gasps> tag us in pictures of v- yeah. teddies with vaginas. I really want to see that. So at the Roaring Girls, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please tag us in your bad crafts or any baking fails. They're my favourite. Do you remember Nailed It? Was it Nailed, nailed It? Yeah. Yes. It's one of my staple going back to TV shows. Oh, it's all come full circle. It has come full circle. I feel like that is the perfect opportunity to end this episode. Thank you ever so much to listen. Thank you ever so much for listening. Thank you to Sarah, Lizzie and Alex. I've been Rachel and we will catch you on our next episode. See you later. Bye. Bye. Well, that was a bit long. Uh, yeah, it's only an hour. Long. I know. Yeah, I it will need think... an edit down. It's yeah, fine. yeah, it'll need to be edited down to like forty-five minutes anyway. How do you make yeah. it stop? I don't know. <coughs> um, do you have a quick I break? do. I do think.